you found a message that was delivered at Living Streams Community Church in McCordsville, Indiana. We are praying the time you invest hearing God's Word encourages you in your walk with Jesus and inspires you to share Him with others. If you want to learn more about us or send us a prayer request, visit our website, livingstreamscc.org. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Good morning. So sorry that we couldn't be with you this morning. This is something we're trying so that our family could get in a, a little vacation time before school really gets going and the fall schedule really ramps up. Hey, we're going to pause the Sermon on the Mount series today. And we're going to take a, or focus our attention on this battle that we're in uh, facing COVID-19. You know, I was thinking as we hear Jesus' instructions every week, on how to shine for the kingdom of God. It, it's not easy. And as, as we hear them over and over, we can get discouraged. We're not doing very good. We want to try harder, but we know we're feeling it. And, and so they can feel burdensome for people that are under constant stress and with fear and worry like all around us. So we're pausing the Sermon on the Mount today, and we are going to do a heart checkup, so to speak. Try to uh, infuse your heart with some encouragement. I read recently that uh, this battle with COVID-19 is really just in its beginning stages, and it could disrupt our lives for another 8 to 12 months, may, maybe longer. I, you, you hear doctors talk about these medicines that could uh, bring a cure uh, to COVID, and, or even prevent it, and uh, then you hear the government say, nah, those medicines really aren't effective. <laughs> or you get, uh, you get the news, you know, that you got to wear masks to help protect people, uh, from getting sick. It's a way that you can love people, and I'm all for doing that. But then you can find opinions out there of, uh, that, that are exactly the opposite, you know, that, um, that masks aren't really effective, kind of like throwing sand at a chain-link fence, as I heard recently. Uh, and then we get some hope about a vaccine, you know, that's in, our, in the third stages of trials, and that sounds positive, but then there's that whisper of, is it really going to be safe for us to put that in our bodies? So who do we believe? Who do we trust? Where do we go for truth? Well, I want to encourage you this morning that uh, we can believe in our God, and we can run to His Word for truth. So I'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey this morning uh, to give you four truths um, to battle COVID-19. And I want to thank our elders and our worship team for uh, helping me get this done today. What do we need during these difficult days? We need peace for our worry. We need faith for our fears, strength for weakness, and hope for our waiting. Hey, why don't you come with me, and I'll show you how we can get it. Let's go. Well, this is one of my favorite places to come when the world seems to be going crazy out there. Out here in the woods, where nobody's around, just a few animals, the birds singing, the wind in the trees, some water babbling behind me, and of course, the bugs. But you know, sometimes you gotta take the bad with the good. You know, as much as I love it out here, and as easy as it is to find peace, I don't get out here very much. The world, it doesn't let me. Thankfully, God has given us a word that can point us to how we can have peace on the inside 
even if we can't get out here in the woods or we can't find peace on the outside of us any, anywhere. That word is in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. It says, You keep him in perfect peace, he whose mind is stayed on you. You keep him in perfect peace, he whose mind is stayed on you. Well, first notice that it's God is the one who's keeping the peace. He's the one who's keeping the peace inside of us, and that's really important. It's not up to us to try to keep our peace. And then it's important to notice the kind of peace that he's giving. He's giving us perfect peace, the kind of peace that Jesus had when he was sleeping in uh, the boat when it was storming. The kind of peace that the Holy Spirit produces inside of us, that fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's the kind of peace that when you have it, you don't need to have all of your questions answered. So God keeps you in perfect peace. Even though you can't get out here in the woods, even though you're waiting on a COVID test result, even though your loved one is sick with the virus, He will keep you in perfect peace. Now the rest of the verse tells us how. How does God do that? Well, he involves us in the process. He says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. So we fix our mind on who God is and not the problem that we have that's causing us to worry. He is our almighty God. He is our creator, our sustainer, our provider and protector. He is our counselor, our, our comforter, our keeper. He's our healer, our great physician, our good shepherd, and he's so much more. And so the peace comes because we trust that God is who he says he is. And so we want to let our minds go to where who he is when we have a problem that's causing us to worry. We set our minds on things above and not on earthly things because that is where our life is hidden. It's hidden with, our life is hidden with Christ in God. What are you worried about this morning? I'm sure that you could send me a whole list of things, a whole list of worries, but just pick one worry spot in your life. You got it? Now take that and bring it to God and stand it up against who He is. Fix your mind on Him right now. Does He have the answer for your problem? Is He strong enough? to keep you? Can he heal you? Can he heal your loved one? Yes, he can. We're going to fix our minds on Jesus and sing a song together. Well, you're going to sing it together. And I'm going to go to our next spot where we can find more truth for this battle that we're in. You know, the COVID-19 numbers, they get reported to us every day. And when we hear about people getting infected that, that live near us, you know, fear rises up within us. I mean, this is, after all, a, a real threat. People are dying from this virus. Well, I'm sitting in my office now at, at home, and it happens to be in our basement. And this is a room that I get to spend a lot of time in, studying and, and praying and, and, and reading. It's one of the safest rooms in our house, and so when I'm here, it feels very secure, very safe. Well, fear can have this paralyzing impact on our lives. 
and it can cause us to, to run and hide away in our basements for safety and security. But that's not where God wants us to go. All throughout church history, he has used the church in times of difficulty to get his light into the darkness. Remember what Jesus said, you know, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. God didn't call us to hide in our basements. It may be safe, but it's out there in the world where he wants us to go. That's where we're needed. So how do we overcome our fears and get moving again? Well, we exercise our faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We believe that God is who he says he is and that he's with us and he's, he's for us. I've got, I've got another truth for you from God's word to help you in this fight that we're in. It's Joshua 1.9. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, if we truly believe that, is there anything that we wouldn't do? Is there any place that we wouldn't go? If we believe that God was with us, and he was for us, and if God is for us, who can be against us? This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged. I'm with you. Doesn't matter where you go. Back in 2007, I was doing battle with a lot of fear. God had called us to start a new church, and I was wrestling with him, trying to, trying to discern if, if that was a, a true call from him or not. I was working at Brookville Road Community Church, and I had a nice office, and I was doing well in ministry, and we lived like three minutes from the church. And so to, to step out and start something new, start a new church uh, where, I, where I didn't even know where we were going to go, um, it felt like I was, I was taking my future and my family out on some thin ice. Well, that summer in 2007, I was down at McCormick's Creek on a prayer retreat, um, you know, just uh, trying to seek God about the whole thing. And uh, so I was walking, or I was hiking the creek one day. I wanted to hike the creek from one end of the park to the other. I had my Bible with me, and I was, I was reading it. And, and, and God spoke to me in this promise from Joshua 1.9. And so I started to recite it as I... As I, as I walked along the creek. And then I started to shout it, wanting to will my faith to believe it. You know, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. <laughs> and then I spotted this, this frog. He was, he was sunning himself in the middle of the creek on a rock. And I thought to myself, you know, I've never seen a, a frog swim before. So... I, I looked around and I found some rocks and I started to throw the rocks at the frog, wanting to scare it to get it to jump off into the water. And, and I was throwing these rocks and it was getting so close, some got close to that frog's head and that frog wouldn't budge. He would not jump into the water. And it was then I heard God say to me again, you need to be like that frog. I want you to step out there with me and go where I tell you to go. And when the rocks come flying at your head, don't budge. Don't run away. Stand firm in your faith. God has not called us to go to our basements because of our fear. 
and we need to live wisely. But Joshua 1.9, I promise you, it is true. So I want you to believe it. I want you to do battle with this virus with Joshua 1.9. I've got a gift for you today when you leave the sanctuary, um, when you leave the church. Um, it's just a little plastic frog. And you can take that and put it somewhere where you can look at it, maybe a place where, you're, where you feel fear. Maybe that's at work. Maybe it's in your car when you're going to the store. Just put that frog there and you remember Joshua 1.9. Another song for you guys to sing together. Um, give you a chance to shout your faith. And while you're doing that, I'm going to head off to the next location. Hint, it is not in the basement. I've moved to another room in our house, now on the second floor. Uh, this is actually our closet in our bedroom, and it's Lori's war room. Um, she's got tacked up here on the wall a lot of promises of God and some requests and pictures of people that were believing that God would do a miracle in their life. Um, you know, the world these days, it is doing a great job of zapping our strength. You know, every day, um, every problem that we face, every worry, every fear just seem magnified and they're so much bigger than we are. Life is a heavy load right now that we have to live, and, and we're feeling weak. You know, we don't have the, the patience that we used to have with people. Um, we're physically tired, a um, lot easier. We don't even have the strength to get out of bed some days. We just don't want to do uh, these days. We are on the COVID-19 merry-go-round, and there's just no way to get off of it anytime soon. But thankfully, though, God has given us some promises in his word. We, we don't have to be the ones to stir up our strength to keep going. Isaiah verse chapter 40 says that God gives strength to the weak and he gives power to the faint. Well, how do we get that? How do we tap into it? We run to our war room. You know, everything posted up here on this wall, all the requests, they're nothing that we can do anything about. God is the one who has to come through. All of these promises that we've got written up here, we're clinging to that they are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And we're just trusting God that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that he loves us and he cares about us and he wants to... Uh, to do what we're asking him to do. So when we do that, when we lift up these requests, when we cling to his promises, he gives us strength to keep going. He gives us strength to be faithful. Strength to do the day that he's given us to do. Not strength for tomorrow, just for the day. I want to have the elders come up to the front of the church and while they're doing that, I want to give you another truth that you can use to help fight this battle with COVID-19. It's 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. It says, So humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that at the proper time He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. We're going to turn Living Streams into a war room right now. 
And in fact, wherever you are watching, you can do the same in the room that you're in. We're going to humble ourselves under the mighty power of God, believing that when our requests go up, he hears us and he is working on it. And because of that, at the proper time, he'll, we believe he'll lift us up in honor. So believing that, we're going to cast our worries and cares on God. We're going to give these worries and cares to God that are so heavy that it is zapping our strength right now, believing he cares so much about us. So elders, it's time to go to war. Well, this is the final stop on our video journey this morning. I'm, I'm back in my backyard out here amongst the trees and the birds and the sky. And I love coming out here. We get to see a lot of great sunrises and some beautiful clouds. But I'm out here because we need hope. You know, today we're doing a lot of waiting. We're waiting on answers. We're waiting on good news. We're waiting on the vaccine or whatever the answer is for this virus. And all of this waiting can be discouraging. It can get us down, and especially when we get answers to some of our waiting that are disappointing. Well, here is the fourth truth to help you in your battle with COVID-19. It's from Revelation chapter 22, verses 12 and 13. Jesus is saying, look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Now, those are some of the last words that Jesus speaks to his church. And they are just as true today as they were when he first spoke them to John. In fact, they are even truer today than they were when he spoke them because they're closer to happening than they were back then. My dear brothers and sisters, listen to me. Jesus is coming back. He promised it. God may be setting up everything for it with what's going on in our world today. So take heart. Stand firm. Don't give up. Keep on waiting. Jesus is coming back. I'm going to read some more to you from Revelation about what's coming. And then I've got a song to play for you that hopefully will stir some longing. Jesus, and it'll give you some help while we're waiting for him to come. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. 
Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit of the tree of life. Outside the city are dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life.